Welcome back, guys, to the second episode of The Day in Life with Jack Hutter. I'm glad to be back. Um, I know it's been a few weeks, but I purposely made this podcast kind of something that I can do when I have the time. I didn't want to commit to a strict schedule, you know, like every Tuesday or something like that. Um, so I'm glad to be back. Um, and without further ado, let's get right into the second episode. Alright guys, so to start off this episode, I wanted to do a little book review um, and give you an update. So I remember from the first episode, my New Year's resolution was to read 12 books this year. And so far, it's coming along great. Um, I'm currently on my third book, but I haven't updated you guys since I started. So the first book I read was Learning to Talk to Plants by Marta Orioles, and it was the Spanish novel, something definitely outside of my normal range of books that I'll read. And basically what it was about was this woman who is dealing with the loss of her husband, but right before her husband passed away in this tragic motorcycle accident, she found out that he was cheating on her, and he was leaving the dinner where he told her, and that's when he, he dies. So without spoiling it, um, I, <laughs> I don't think that, I guess I kind of expected that there would be some like resolution, because like with typical... Um, I don't know, fantasy or, like, adventure kind of books. There's, like, the good guys win, and then they live happily ever after. And this one was a lot more real. It was more more about real life. Uh, the main character doesn't... She doesn't... There's no moment where she just uh, finally accepts what happens and moves on because it's such a unique situation. So I think if I had to give it on the Goodreads, it's a scale of five. Um... I'm kind of somewhere between two and three. It wasn't a bad book, but it definitely was was pretty average. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd recommend it. It'd have to be up your alley, I think, for for you for me to recommend it to you. Um, and if kind of books that deal with the emotional side of things without really getting into the action side of things, if that's not yours, your kind of ideal reading kind of book, I wouldn't probably recommend it. However, if that is what you like, then definitely I would. And then the second book I read, and it is the first in a series, was called Edge of Collapse, and it is by Kyla Stone. And it is a apocalyptic, it's post-apocalyptic, so there's this EMP that goes off, or something like an EMP, where everything with a computer chip essentially is fried. So that doesn't just mean computers and phones and stuff, it also means like cars, a lot of the electricity that we have um, in it, it starts off with the big, I think the first um, chapter, and like it's one of those books where each chapter is from a different perspective of a person, a character. And so it starts off with this girl who's captive in a basement, and she's been a captive in this like kidnapper's basement for like five years. And so the EMP. The, the basis of the first book is the EMP turns off the uh, electric lock that has her in there, and so she's able to find a way out. And then the premise of the book is that she escapes, and her killer finds out and has to get her back. And so it was actually... Because I've been looking for kind of an adult novel that isn't like, you know... some Something like an adult version of like a Percy Jackson or like a Harry Potter. Something fictional... Um, 
It doesn't have to necessarily be like fantasy, but something that an adult can get into. And this is definitely one of those types of books. So the first one, I think it was about just over 300 pages. So they're not long. Um, and then I'm on the second one now, and it's pretty much the exact same length. But that I guess that tells you that it was good enough to recommend. Um, so for that one, actually, I'm somewhere between a three and a half and a four. I would probably... I don't want to be too generous because on the movie review app Letterboxd, I pretty much give a movie that I like always a four or something. And I feel like that's a little too generous. This time, I kind of want to do... I guess that means I'm leaning towards three. But it's definitely a book that I would keep reading. And so that's kind of my scale is a three is would read again. Well, a three is a good book. A four is would read again. And a five is like a favorite, a classic that I would read anytime. So that's kind of where I'm at with the book. And so then right now I'm starting the next book, the second book in the series. I think it's called Edge of Madness. And they all have the edge in front of it. Um, and this one picks up. It's somewhat disappointing. The end, the first, The end of the first book ends on like kind of a cliffhanger and so you expect going into the next book to get some resolution but the second book picks up same story same scenario but um kind of totally different characters and i'm assuming and then i'm pretty sure they will the stories will merge at some point but the second book edge of madness is where it's um it, it takes it's the i guess the main character is um the woman who is taken captive it's her husband and it's the present day but she's been taken five years ago and so he's he's gotten used to her being gone but it takes place in his side of things where in southwestern michigan where they are and during this kind of snowstorm like somewhat unrealistic snowstorm where it's just constant snow every day and just ice and freezing freezing temperatures it's his side of things and what's happening in the town that he lives in where he's um, a cop so this one, obviously I can't give it a review because I haven't finished it, but I'm really close. Um, I think I actually only have like 20 or 30 pages left. But it's definitely a series I would recommend. It's by Kyla Stone. Um, so far, things are pretty good with the uh, the New Year's resolutions as we continue to talk about that. Um, the books definitely are a hit. The Bible in a Year podcast um, with Father Mike Schmitz. I haven't been listening to it every single day. I'll be totally honest. Um... But the past, I think, few days I have, but before that it was pretty on and off. And so I think I'm getting back into the swing of things, but it's kind of something that I'm I'm allowing myself to be lenient with it because I know if I get too strict and then I miss a few days or something, I'll just give up, and that doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to go back and, like, if I miss a day or if I miss one day, maybe I'll go back and listen to the day before, but if I miss three or four days in a row... Um, just because I'm really busy, then I won't force myself to have to listen to all of them. I'm not going to go in order. I just try to listen to the one for that day. And then if I have extra time, I'll listen to the one before. And then I think the other New Year's resolution that I listed that I told you guys about was um, bulking. And I think what I'm going to do is just make a better commitment to fitness. And I don't want to see this as like giving up because I'm not. I'm still going hard with all three. But I just want to make sure I'd rather get to the gym every day then bulk for two weeks and just going hard 24-7 and then giving up or taking a, a stretch off. I just want to see if I can go five days a week. And like I said this semester, I've been going before class, so it's a little different. Um, and I don't know if that makes it any harder or easier, but it definitely means I have to manage my time and stay on a strict schedule. 
Um, so I would say the New Year's resolutions, about two of the three are going really good. The fitness is going fine. I've been going probably on average three or four times a week, um, but I think I can do better. So that's just kind of an update that I wanted to give you guys, and then also the book review, and I think that will do it for the first segment. So this segment is going to be a little bit shorter just because I haven't um, watched a ton of movies or films since the last podcast. I've been really busy with schoolwork. Um, but the first one I want to talk about was I did another Andrew Garfield movie because I was kind of on an Andrew Garfield kick at the time of the first podcast episode. So I watched the first of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, that one, I forgot how good Andrew Garfield is. I got kind of, I think it kind of overshadowed by Toby and Tom Holland, but that was a really solid uh, film. But Emma Stone might actually be my favorite. MJ or Peter Parker love interest of the three films. I think she did a really good job um, of acting and also just making you want to stay involved and like care about what happens to her. And um, I know this is not this <laughs> has been out a while, so I'm sure everyone knows what happens. But that was a lot better than I expected. I thought um, because you know there's only two that those films kind of. You get you. I feel like you get the vibes that like everyone thinks those suck, and they really don't. Um, that was a really solid one. I'd give that like a six and a half out of ten on Letterboxd. Um, and then the second film, well, this one's kind of like a mini series. It's called Gunpowder, and so it. The reason I watched it is because it had Kit Harington, and so he's like Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. So he's one of my favorite British actors. Um, and so what Gunpowder is about is the gunpowder plot of I think it's 1604 it might be 1605 but essentially these in England the the people are no longer Catholic they are Anglican they're part of the English church and so there's obviously still Catholics there and uh, they have this plot where these Catholics who are tired of being persecuted tortured killed um, by the king's men decide they want to blow up the king and the parliament and so they choose the next time that parliament or whatever it's called the house of lords and house of commons they meet where the king will be with them they are gonna blow the entire place up with gunpowder and so it's i think it's three episodes it's three episodes and they're all at least an hour long and so kit harrington does a really um it's nothing like super special uh but if you're into history i am so that's kind of why i checked it out too it does a really, I think, cool portrayal of... Because, like, it actually is a little bit similar to Game of Thrones in that it's, like, the just sort of medieval, just past medieval um, English vibes. Like, not Civil War, but just the fighting and the horses and the swords. And so that is definitely one of my things. So that's kind of why I checked it out. Um, but it's it's very doable. It's three episodes, and it's on HBO Max. Um, that one... I mean, since obviously you know what happens, it's like history. So, like, uh, I'd give that one a 6 out of 10. Um, Kit Harrington does a good job, but the rest, I mean, there was a t Like, it took me, like, a week between episodes. And not even just because I was busy, just because I didn't totally look forward to the next episode. Um so that is pretty much it for the film. I haven't really... Oh, I mean, I watched 20, 21 Jump Street, which is like, I'm not a big comedy guy. 
Um, as my friends know, I, I don't know. That's just not like the dumb comedies. Just they don't do it for me. But actually, that and like maybe a few of like Super Bad and like Talladega Nights. Those are kind of the ones I like. Twenty One Jump Street is actually hilarious. That is one of the few comedy movies that I genuinely enjoy and can watch a lot because that's one of those things is like there are certain films that you just don't, even no matter how good they are, like you can't just rewatch, especially if they get emotional. But 21 Jump Street is definitely one of the ones where it's like you could just play it and even if it's on the background or something. That is a good one. Um, so I don't really have a rating for that just because it's a comedy. But um, that is a really good one. And then the next thing I wanted to watch is The Shape of Water. I was just looking on at the best pictures i forget how i got there but that is one of the ones where it's that one seems really fantasy like um so i don't know what it's what it's totally about i know this like it's about like a girl that i don't know falls in love with a sea monster or something like that but obviously if you win best picture there's something to it or well i mean with the oscars these days you never know but that is the next thing I kind of want to watch. But then other than that, I don't really have any films planned. Um, we'll kind of just see where it takes me. But so, yeah. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, I think I gave a 6.5 out of 10. And then Gunpowder, the miniseries on HBO Max, I gave a 6 out of 10. Um, and so, yeah. So then sports. Um, I haven't, since the last time I did this episode or this podcast was a few weeks ago, I think four weeks ago. There's a lot that's happened in the playoffs, obviously. Um, but I wanted to, before I talk about what happened this past Sunday and today is Tuesday, I wanted to talk about the divisional round. And that was probably the best round of playoffs that we've ever had. The Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes game was actually, I think, the best football game I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> there was like three I think three touchdowns in the final two minutes plus the last second field goal I definitely obviously wish Josh Allen won as just a Browns fan I can't really I just can't really root for Patrick Mahomes and the Bills kind of there's an alliance there so I'm kind of disappointed that the Bills are out because once the Browns didn't make the playoffs and then I kind of I really like the Chargers but they didn't make the playoffs so then my two teams that I kind of rooting for were the Bills and the Bengals and so obviously shout out to the Joe Shiesty and Joe Burrow and the Bengals um, for going to the Super Bowl. That was definitely not something I expected, especially if you watch that game. Being down 21-3 to is one thing, and then being t- down 21-3 to against Patrick Mahomes is a totally different thing. I feel like the entire city of Cincinnati is just like, okay, I mean, we had a great run. Nobody expected us to be this far. You know, an AFC title game is insane. I'm glad we made it this far. And then, like, the impossible happens, and Patrick Mahomes, who people are thinking is going to be the next Brady, and definitely is the only person I can see that has the possibility at getting a resume like Tom Brady, chokes in just an insane fashion. And I, okay, so I I think going into the fourth quarter, and in the fourth quarter, I was not confident, I wouldn't say 100% confident in Joe Burrow, but I definitely thought that they had a chance. And then by the end of the game, when it went to overtime, I'm like, okay, when Kansas City wins this coin toss, and they inevitably will, because that's just always what happens when there's a team that you root for, and then especially when the team you're rooting against is Kansas City Chiefs, they won the coin toss, and I'm like, okay, it's over. This is ha- this has to be it. There's no way you can just hold the defense. There's no way this defense, who 
had probably the best half of their entire season, that half, in the second half. There's no way you can hold him to just a field goal. That would be kind of best option. Maybe you probably need a turnover or something. And then, of course, he throws a turn, a interception like less than, I think, 15 seconds into the opening drive. And then, of course, nobody's stopping Joe Burrow at that point. So obviously rooting for Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. I'm glad they uh, – I think I saw the Cincinnati schools got a – they got Monday off, which is pretty cool. Um, I, I, people – I've been hearing on, like, Brown's Twitter that, like, there's you can't root for the Bengals. They're a division rival. And, like, no, no, they really aren't. Baker Mayfield has the Bengals' number. I know there's a lot of talk about Baker not being our quarterback next year, but Baker, I think he's 5-1 and one against the Bengals. Um, we swept them this year. Like, they've been terrible. They haven't won a playoff game, I think, since, like, the 90s. They are not our division rival. I guess it's a division game, so those games against them are important. But, like, if it were the Ravens or the Steelers, absolutely I'm rooting against them. But, like, Joe Burrow, the kid from Athens who went to Ohio State, I'm not rooting against him, especially against Patrick Mahomes, who literally knocked us out of the Browns out of the playoffs last year. Um, so I don't know where that kind of came from, but I think, I don't know, being in an, a school in southwestern Ohio at Dayton where everyone else is kind of rooting for the Bengals, even if you're not from Cincinnati or around it, just just because that's kind of the thing you do. You root for the team, the underdog. I think rooting for the underdog is really fun, but and it's just awesome to see because – if anybody's fans deserve it, those fans deserve it. I think there is such thing as like that Ohio alliance. You know, you got to root for the Bengals if you're living in Ohio. I think it's silly to dismiss that, but I'm happy to see. I mean, one of my roommates is from Cincinnati, a big Bengals fan, so glad to see that. Um, and then I started going on Bovada the past two weeks, which if you don't know, it's like sports betting, and so I put twenty in just because. I guess there's that uh, gambling saying, like, only risk as much as you're willing to lose. So I put in 20. Got up to on just simple NBA, like, two or three team parlays. Got up to $113. And now I think I lost a few bets two days ago. So now we're down to, like, just under 100, like 98, I think I'm at right now. Um, Definitely don't recommend gambling or sports betting. Not gambling, because I'm not playing, like, blackjack or something. But I... Definitely don't recommend sports betting uh, because you're probably going to lose your money. And I think at this point, I have to take the dub and just cash out my money because you get in this hole, I think, when you lose a couple or when you win a lot, then you feel like you can risk more. And I think it's important to make sure you adhere to your principles and only bet you know the same units every time and then if you lose a couple, that doesn't mean you should double down and just double or triple your bets. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Obviously, when I do this podcast, that means something in my life is right. Like, I have enough time to do this. Um, and so today, I had a second class. So Tuesdays, so this semester, I started working again. Like, I had another job. And so Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is my work schedule. And on Tuesday, that's kind of my day where I have time to do things and to get ahead, especially with my asynchronous courses. And so my second class today got canceled. Uh, I think the teacher had like an exposure to COVID or something or a fever. So 
that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast again, starting the second episode. Uh, so things are good right now. I was able to go to the gym during when I normally would have had class and then work on my free throws because Team Curry, who is now one and one on our intramural basketball team, we lost yesterday, I think 37-27 or something like that. It was pretty much the opposite of our first game. Uh, <laughs> I So I come from work. Our games are at 6, and I come straight from work, and my work gets off at 6, so I usually get there with like, three minutes left in the second half and then or the first half and then the second half is called Elam ending which means you just after like five minutes of the second half you just add 11 points to the team that's winning and the first team to get to that number wins so I don't always get enough playing time but I am sick of losing and even though we're one and one our team has been carried we've been carried to our one and one record and I'm done with that. And we don't even know if we're going to actually make the playoffs because in intramural basketball at University of Dayton, everybody makes the playoffs. However, you have to have a sportsmanship rating of 2.75. And in our first game, there's a lot of trash talk. And somebody on the other team actually got ejected. Not just a technical foul, but ejected. So they gave their team, I think, a 1 sportsmanship rating, which essentially makes it impossible to make the playoffs. And then they gave us a 2, which doesn't make it impossible, but it makes it hard because... Last game, the game yesterday, last night, we got a sportsmanship rating of a 3 because there are certain members of our Emerald basketball team that cannot shut their mouths. And we also got a technical foul last night, our first one of the season. And so our average now is 2.5 because we got a 2 and a 3. So next game we have to get a 4 out of 4, which is not hard, but it's hard for our team because of the people we have on our team who don't know how to not trash talk. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, there's a chance we don't make the playoffs because of the sportsmanship rating, but if we do, um, you better be ready because I shot 100 free throws today, and I think I made 56, which, if you know anything about me, is, like, really good. I think I shot senior year playing CYL basketball. I probably sh- I, I remember I recorded it somewhere, and I could find it, but I think I shot, like, 39 or 40% from the line during the season, which I ended up being, like, I don't know out of 30 shots. I shot 40% or something like that. So like it wasn't a ton. Um, so we're coming. And if we make the playoffs and we get a four on the sportsmanship rating next week, regardless of win or loss, we are coming for that championship. We want that t-shirt. And so you best be ready. Um, but I think that will be it actually for this episode. I kind of wanted to keep it a little bit shorter. Um, but it's always good when I'm able to do the podcast because that means things are going well. As always... If you can, go to the gym, go outside for a walk. It's really nice. We're headed, we have a snowstorm headed our way, I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So today it was actually really nice. It was like 50. Go for a walk, do something productive. If you're going to listen to a motivational podcast, do that. I'm listening to the Bible in a Year podcast. I definitely would recommend that. Listen to something, get some motivation, uh, be kind. Thanks for this episode and have a good one.